good day, everybody, and welcome back to The Extras. My name is Sam. And I'm Raj. Thanks for tuning in, everyone. Fantastic. And it's good to be doing this in, in the flesh, Raj. A bit of a kind of podcast picnic here that we've, we've got going so we can see one another, masked up, ready to talk. A podcast picnic in masks and face to all face. kinds of things. It's great you, to see you, Sam. It is. And I, and I hope for you guys listening along, you've had a chance to enjoy uh, seeing someone or someone's over the last little while. It's, it's nice to see a bit of light at the end of this tunnel. Well, it's coming. Yeah. It's on the way. It's and summer's coming too. Yeah, indeed. Um, now, we're here, uh, as we are most weeks in the, on the extras, to just uh, pick up and, and chew on some of the questions that have come uh, in over the last couple of weeks. And Raj, we had a really helpful uh, Sunday thinking about serving. 1 Corinthians 12 was the passage we looked at. Um, just as we get going, we've got some questions to tackle, but can you give us a quick snapshot of 1 Corinthians 12 and the kind of area of, the, of, of thinking we were, we were in last week? Yeah, thank you. Well, look, we did a bit of a tag team on this on, on Sunday, Sam, and there's a reason we did that, which we'll come to. But 1 Corinthians 12, it really is starting off in the gospel. Mm. And it's moving from there just to, to helping us think about what it means to be a spiritual person. Yeah. Um, and often we, we, can, we, we talk about gifts, we talk about serving. Sometimes people can think it's reserved for some people or not me or where do I fit in. 1 Corinthians 12 was just trying to help us understand it is something for everyone who loves and serves Jesus to be involved with. Yeah. And um, it, it had this remarkable image, the body of Christ, all yeah. working together. Every different part of a body needs another part of a body. And together the body is able to function with each part doing its work. Yeah. And so very in very simple terms... That's that's what we were talking about. Yeah. Now we were doing a tag team because one of the we've had lots of announcements in recent times about new staff coming in and roles and so on. And so on Sunday, um, one of the opportunities it was is just for us to be able to say, Sam, you've stuck up your hand um, uh, to change your role, and it's worth saying, change your role. Correct. It's not it's not this on top of everything else. Yeah. Um, but there is a bit of a restructure happening that we'll talk more about in other contexts. Um, uh, if we were in person, we'll be talking about it in term four, but we're not in person. Um, so I just want to say thank you, Sam, for sticking up your hand to drive our efforts in the area of ministry. Absolutely. It's my pleasure. Like, I am looking forward to it. It will be a change, and uh, but I'm excited. I'm keen to see, as I said on Sunday, what God might do through the people of St Paul's as we work together in service, and, uh, and I'm, I'm excited. Yeah. Let's get into these questions, Sam. Indeed, let's do it. Um, so the first one here is... is uh, interesting, Raj. It says, how do I know if God is calling us uh, to serve uh, and how would I know if God is telling us not to serve for the moment? You know, th- this is a very interesting question um, and I thank the person for putting it in. My thought, Sam, I'm interested in your thought, but my thought is in the Bible, God tells us to serve. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I think I just I want to start off there as the default. Yes. Um, 1 Corinthians 12, uh, I, I made a bit of a thing on Sunday about the term spiritual gift that translations have put in. Yep, yep. And I think that steers our mind in one particular direction mm. and opens up this kind of internal wrestle even of do I have a spiritual gift, don't I have a spiritual gift? But really, it's just talking... The, the word gift isn't there. The word... Well, the, the term doesn't appear like that. It's a spiritual person 
Yeah. What it means to be a spiritual person is to serve. Yeah, I think that's right. And I think, yeah, that really, it is God is calling us to serve. Now, it might be uh, then we need to nuance that around calling us to serve how much and how often and uh, in what ways we need, we need to then use our wisdom on that. So, but, but I think the idea of a Christian who doesn't serve um, is a bit of a tautology at one yeah. level um, because that, that is just part and parcel of what it means to, to be one of Jesus' people. That Romans 12, we use that verse a little bit on Sunday. You know, in yep. view of God's mercy, offer yourselves as a living sacrifice, uh, holy and pleasing God. This is your spiritual act of service. Uh, worship is you know the same word there. Um, and, and so it's just part of what, what happens in light of... Um, yeah, being a Christian, you, you offer yourself in service. What would you say to the second part of that question, Sam? Yeah. If, if, how do we know if God is telling us not to serve for the moment? Yeah, so I think I'd say a couple of things. Um, firstly, um, it depends a little bit on the, perp- the person and, and what your situation is. It, it might be that at the moment you're feeling uh, burned out and tired and exhausted and you feel like, gosh, I just need to stop. Um, and at that point, I'd probably zoom out a little bit and ask a couple of questions. And I'd want to say, how's things going in your relationship with God? Um, because I don't think we, we don't serve in order to create a relationship with God. And if we don't have that relationship with God, that might be an answer not to serve for now. If, if, if we're not or, or even if perhaps our relationship with God is not going particularly well, it might be appropriate at that point to to throttle back a little bit. I don't think you stop serving in any, every and every, you just can become completely selfish. That that I don't think is, is the way to go. But you may, for a time, choose to step back from some roles, but still keep a posture of, I'm still interested in serving others, but I might step back from a formal role. Um, but again, I'd want to say a few things. Talk to someone about that. Don't Don't just sort of keep that to yourself and power on until crisis moment where where you just blow up and give up and and, and i've seen that in, in people just wanting to sort of hang it out and hang tough um actually doing themselves a disservice when really what would have been helpful would would have been for them to stick up their hand and say hey i'm not going well i'm struggling yep. with my service uh, and and the person to talk to is, is your growth group leader or a, or a trusted christian friend come and have a chat to, to me or one of the other ministers uh, that you know if, if, if that is you at that moment and, and ask for some help rather than sort of hanging tough until until you just die. Yeah. Yeah. So look, that... let's let's keep going on this because there's a few other questions. Yeah. Um, let's just skip around a bit, Sam, because sure. I'll, I'll just put them both together and we can just have yes, a discussion yes, yes. about them. So one is very much connected to this. If I find myself not serving gladly, what should I do? Yeah. And how do I begin to serve gladly? Um, then there's another one very similar. What should we do if we find ourselves serving out of sour duty mm. or when we've lost that gladness? Yeah, they're, they're really helpful questions. And again, what wonderful things to be talking about. Um, I, I'm glad to have, and I'm interested to hear your thoughts as well, Raj. Um, a, a few thoughts kind of coming off what we've just been talking about. Um, I think go back to that vertical look up. We were talking about this a couple of weeks ago in our lockdown series where we were saying set your minds on things above look up to all that god has done for you for the many ways that christ loves you that is where i think service begins you need to remember that you've been loved you've been served and in light of that god then calls you to serve so i think keeping that front and center and if you're feeling like you're not gladly serving at the moment i think i'd want to say 
how, how is it going in terms of remembering God's promises to you, reading the scriptures, saying your prayers, uh, do, doing those kind of things, growing as a healthy Christian person at the moment? How's that going? Um, so that'd be first thing for me. Second thing I want to look at is um, where are you serving at the moment and what does that look like? Because it may be that your Christian relationship with God is going brilliantly, but there's actually another problem. Perhaps the problem's in the team or the problem's in the... Uh, there's a personality clash with someone that you're working at or perhaps you're serving in something that you're just not gifted at at the moment and perhaps it'd be better to find you a, a way to serve in a different arena that has and actually doesn't have much to do with your sort of personal walk with the Lord. It's just a, a misfit at that time and it's causing grief. And so, again, this is something I'm quite excited about to be, uh, being part of uh, sort of pouring effort uh, into this part of church life is I'm keen to help us create wonderful teams to be part of. I'm keen to kind of help people find a place to serve that aligns with who they are and who God has made them to be because I think that often can be one of the issues as well. So I think broadly I say those two things, look up, work out how, are things okay between me and God and am I going well as a Christian? Uh, also look, look out and go, am I, am I serving in the right spot with the right people in the right kind of team? Uh, and I'm keen to kind of lean into that. But do you have any thoughts on this, Raj? Yeah, thanks, Sam. Look, I think both of those things are really helpful. So the relationship with God is the foundational kind of key. Um, the practical dynamics of working in a team can be problematic and it's always better to... And, and Christian reconciliation, I think, is a little bit like that. Yeah. Uh, because we want the body to work well together. Yeah. The other thing I would say, um, you know, every now and again... I, there is someone I, I talk to about serving, and I do I do suggest to them just to step back for a while. Yeah. But most of the time, my my fear is, if you stop serving in one area, you fill up life with other things, and you never get back on. Like the, mm. the intention of taking time off to recoup. Yes. I rarely see that come out the other end of then returning to serving. Yeah, sure. Life gets full of other things. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and so I'm, I'm just a bit, sometimes, absolutely, and sometimes there are certainly people I see doing too much and I mm. try to talk to them about just rationalising what it is because you can maintain it for a period of time but in the long term you can't. Yeah. Um, but most of the time, you know, I just, I think there's something to be said. Some, a lot of the time, not all the time, but a lot of the time in, um, in serving... And reminding yourself and allowing yourself to experience the joy of seeing the fruit of your labour. Yeah. Um, and and just have a look at around it at, at, at the youth group kid who has come to Christ, mm. or you've nurtured in their key years, um, or it, it might be a behind the scenes role, and you're just you're able to connect with what you're doing and how you're supporting someone else, or whatever it might be. And I just think, um, I think giving actually works in the same way some, mm. a lot of the time. That, that, in fact, Matthew 6 talks about this in terms of giving. Um, um, I, I used to think I had to wait in my early years. I, I had to wait till my heart was in the right place before I started to give. But I now realise, well, if I do that, I'm never going to get there. Yeah, sure. Because it works the other way. You mm. start to give, you see the Lord to work through that. Nice. And you develop joy. Yeah. And I think serving yeah, nice. is very similar. Yeah. Yep. Um, in seeing the fruit of it, seeing your contribution to the kingdom. Nice. Yes, it's hard. Yep. So that's one thing. The other thing is look back to the model of Jesus. Yeah. 
um, the one who gave his life. Now, I, I'm not sure that I apply the term glad <laughs> <laughs> yeah. to Jesus. Yeah. And yet... Although he did, for the joy set before him, he endured the cross. So he, Absolutely. He, he, he did do it gladly, but, but there was perhaps it's a delayed gratification kind of thing, you know. He, you can see the, the big picture, and so you do it gladly, even though it's hard. Yeah, and that pushes us into you know, a, a term you're big on, which we talked about on Sunday, which is gladness. Yeah, absolutely. And I'm yep. sure over time we're going to hear more about you know, yep. what's behind that. Yeah. But, but gladness doesn't always mean... You know, being ready and chomping at the absolutely bit, no, and yeah, and sometimes you know you meet those people who and Lord, the Lord bless them, who are just happy all the time. But sometimes you think, I just can't be like that. You know, I'm, sometimes I'm not excited. Is that for a moment it. of confession? Sam? It, it is. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not the sort of just the bubbly, joyful, just happy sort of disposition. Sometimes I have to wrestle with myself and say, no, no, come on, you've got to do this. But then it's always afterwards you go, gee, I'm so glad I did. Yeah. Yeah. I think I was sharing recently, actually, in the lockdown series, I've been finding coming onto Zoom after, a, after a, a, one of the church streams a little bit like that. I have to fight against myself and say, no, no, Sam, get on there. Um, and, but then every time I go on there, I think, man, I'm so glad. That was so encouraging and, so, and, and I was able to serve that person. But I, I do have to go in with a sense of this because I just don't like the on-screen relationship thing. Uh, but I've been doing it because I, I know there is joy to be had. There is yeah. gladness to be had, even though I feel like at the moment that, that sense of dread clicking on the connect button, you know? Yeah. 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 So. Sam, let's keep going. Another question here. Yes. Upfront roles are often spoken about the most. Is it possible someone's gift could be listening well to others? I think the short answer is yes, absolutely. Um, because, again, just zooming out to remember that the, the framework we're working in here is uh, God gives us each gifts that help build the body and build the kingdom. And uh, to be listened to is just a, a great uh, service that, that someone can offer. Um, that, that, that they listen. And so, yes, absolutely, I think that could be um, a, a great gift. And please, ho- hopefully you heard us speaking on Sunday about the whole body, not just the presentable parts, um, which is one of the ways Paul builds this metaphor, uh, that every part, even the ones that don't seem very kind of obviously uh, kind of upfront need to be valued, including, I think, yeah, people who can listen. Yeah. Yeah. So, sorry, Sam, you're, you're just saying... Um, yes is the short answer and the long answer, and um, and and also the presentable parts and the unpresentable. That's right. We we want to talk about them all and say that they're all yeah. all very valuable because that's how God has put the body together. I'm just demonstrating. I'm listening to. You. Oh, thank you. Good good active <laughs> listening. No, I didn't even hear it because I don't I don't have that gift. Oh, it's just so natural. <laughs> <laughs> nice one, Raj. Nice one. Um, uh, okay, what about this one? Um, should an emphasis be placed on the gift of prophecy, that is, proclaiming God's word, given that Christianity is a word-based religion? If so, how do we encourage those of us who are less eloquent to be speaking God's word, both to Christians and non-Christians? Yeah, that's a, that's a really interesting question. Um, I, I assume that this question comes a little bit from someone who's read... Um, the next couple of chapters in in 1 Corinthians because as we mentioned on Sunday Raj 
1 Corinthians 12 starts off this section that kind of concludes with an exploration of, of a couple of gifts in particular, uh, tongues and prophecy in, in chapter 14, uh, which Paul sort of does make a distinction between and, and urges as his conclusion to, to go for, to desire prophecy as a gift so that you can edify and speak words of encouragement and, and edification to others because ultimately that is, is the better thing of, of the two things uh, that, that are in view. And so um, I think, yes, in the context of 1 Corinthians 12 to 14, um, gifts that can build someone up in word are, are one of the things Paul is saying is very valuable. And yet, I think I'd qualify that by saying um, he, he also is talking about in, that every, everyone doesn't have the same gift. So there are things, uh, for example, on Sunday, I mean, it was wonderful to feature the tech teams, wasn't it, uh, on Sunday, just to see... Uh, what goes into making uh, making a Sunday stream happen? You and I are using word gifts as we are up front speaking, but somebody uh, and different people at different services is making those cameras work, is uh, making the stream go out, organising the sound. Somebody built this set, you know, and uh, that, that uh, we can, you know, that you see uh, on the screen. You know, somebody does, and each person does a different role, and they all come together to enable. Um, what, what happened on Sunday to happen. And so it really is a team effort. Um, and so I, I don't want to... And, and I think what the point of 1 Corinthians 12 is to not underplay those bits that aren't obvious and presentable like the, the talking head on camera. Um, the talking head on camera can't be there without the whole body playing its role. And so, yeah, do you want to throw anything on this question, Raj? Uh, look, not. I think you've got it, Sam. I mean, Ephesians 4 says, you know, similar things. Yeah. Um, so I think, I'll, you know as you have to affirm there's something really good about this question because the way god works is through his word yes um and so therefore the word gifts if i can put it like that the word ministries do have a they're crucial you know there's a priority there in activity yes because that's linked to the way god's work yes but sitting behind that and the tech team illustration is beautiful for many reasons um, but you, you just see how it all must work together. Absolutely, and yeah. and and not everybody has has those word type gifts, and that's perfectly okay um, because they're still valuable and and in fact crucial to, to seeing it all work together. Yeah. And not everyone has those tech type gifts. However, can I say like totally. I, I have no idea. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. 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 So look, let's let's keep going then. We're almost there, actually, Sam. Okay. The extras today. Yeah. While it is good for the body to serve, how do we manage not burning out as we serve? This is connected with that other one, but just yeah, a slightly different angle. Yeah. Great question. Um, burnout's a real thing, and it happens. Um, and uh, and so it's good to ask this question and think about how to, how can I avoid it, um, and. Uh, I think there are different schools of thought on this, probably. Um, and partly, uh, we, we've got to work out what kind of personality we are. I, I remember my first boss in ministry, Raj, said to me, um, better to burn out than to rust out, so get going. <laughs> oh, no. I'm tempted to ask you who that is, but I won't do that in the extra episode. Um, I have heard that around, though. Yeah, um, and I, and I understand part of the sentiment behind that, um, but I think at the same time potentially underplaying the reality of, of burnout and what it, what it can do. Um, other, other, the other end of the sort of scale is uh, don't do anything that kind of 
puts you out of your out of your comfort zone because you you might be in danger of, of uh, burning out. So don't don't push the limits. And I think there's there's probably a happy medium somewhere somewhere in the middle. I think um, that's not on one of those extreme positions. Um, I think Christian service is often sacrificial and uh, costly, and uh, but I don't think costly equals burnout necessarily. Yep, absolutely. So, uh, and I think that hooks into some of the stuff we were talking about before about um, the vertical, understanding your relationship with God, having gladness in the gospel, really, really crucial in terms of avoiding burnout. So keeping spiritually healthy as you serve, um, as you serve and work hard. Um, the other thing I think I'd say very practically is knowing what season you're in. Um, and so, like, I remember as a university student doing a full-time load of six hours a week in my arts degree. <laughs> uh, I had capacity uh, to do so much. You know, I spoke to you about serving in music, but I was a youth leader, and I then ran a Bible study at the same time at university, and I did walk-up evangelism, and I was doing training courses, and I was doing... I was on the lawn mowing roster at church, and I just... I did it all because, you know, and I, and I worked in a part-time job two days a week as well, you know, like I just, because I had time to burn, I had no responsibility. Um, yeah, so I could, I could throw myself in and do heaps. Um, that was very different to sort of fast forward, you know, a few years down the track when I was working full time. And uh, yeah, all of, I was working sort of five and a half days a week at that point and starting my day at quarter to six and uh, so the idea of staying out late to, to lead youth group on a Friday night or to get up to, uh, at 5.45, to start work at 5.45 on Saturday morning was, was a different order. And so understand the season that you're in and changing appropriately but serving faithfully. Um, I think sometimes where burnout can happen is if somebody keeps powering on as they were in one season of life but the season has changed and they're... They're, they haven't reassessed. And you, you I think, met before, uh, mentioned, Raj, um, sometimes you can sustain that for a little bit, but you have to be mindful. Yep. Yeah. Yep. And, and look, worth is just saying, this is one of the reasons where we want to invest more um, as a church in, in this whole ministry area. Absolutely. Because we don't want people to burn out. We want to empower people. We want yes. to envision people. We yep. want to see more people involved. Yep. Because this really is the body of Christ working together yeah. for the good of the kingdom. Yeah. yeah. And so if it is that you, you're sort of sitting there thinking, you know, I'm the person who's, who's texted in this question and I'm, I'm feeling a little bit like I'm, I'm close to the edge, then we, we, again, reach out to the to your team leader who's, who's you're ministering with or alongside you. Um, talk, have a chat to your growth group leader. Come and have a chat to one of the, one of the staff if that's appropriate. And um, we'd love to just reassess with you. And we, we don't want to get you to that point of, of kind of crashing out of ministry because you're like, oh, it was too much and I'm just going to back out of everything. Because that's not good for your, for your Christian walk either. What, what is good is finding a healthy kind of way to serve given who you are and what stage of life you're in at that time. Um, and... Yeah, so, and, and again, that's one of the reasons I'm so excited for the role that I'm going to have, Raj, because I get yeah. to be in amongst it, um, yeah, talk, talking about this stuff and, and seeing this uh, work out in people's lives. Yeah, great. Look, we've actually come to the end of these questions, Sam. There's another comment there just about the survey online, and we'll yes. try to fix that up offline. Yep. Um, thank you for pointing it out to us. Um, but this week we're coming into Matthew's Gospel. We are, yep. Um, I think it's going to be Mike and James. Correct, uh, yep. Uh, teaching us. Yep. Um, I'm then going to be coming on. Um, 
Um, and just worth us just saying to everyone, we have as a staff team and, and so on been talking now about returning to in-person church and there's so many issues to consider. It's very complex. We appreciate your prayers. Absolutely. And, um, yeah, we'll, we'll certainly be, you know, talking more about that in the coming weeks. So, Indeed. Yeah. Great. Well, that's it for this afternoon, folks. And uh, thanks for all your questions. Keep them coming over the next little while. And uh, we will see your pixels or you'll see our pixels in some fashion over the next few weeks. As we go on to Zoom. Connect. That's it. To serve <laughs> gladly. Beautiful. Thanks, Raj. Thanks, Sam.
Bye for now. <laughs>